podcast. For this week, it's it's super personal. This is our fourth take, <laughs> and we are determined to make this work. We feel like we have a message that someone is trying to refuse Airlines. you all to get. <laughs> so this week, um, of course, we have we have myself, Ty, and we have Tiffany. Hey, welcome, Katira. Hi, friends. And Natasha, who's going to kick us off with our globe trotter. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back Welcome to the podcast. Natasha, I feel me. like I know your globe trotter since we've recorded it seven times. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> normally we all sit in here like, oh, yes, I can't wait to hear. We go research. Her name is Sienna. Sienna. We've <laughs> been met Sienna five times, okay? We really have. We really We've been have. in Spain for six years. So we can give you the rundown. Matter of fact, we can do the globe charter. Well, as y'all have heard, our globe charter this week is Sienna Brown. Uh, she's an American expat and entrepreneur who's been living in Spain for the past six years. And she's created an amazing company called Master Your Move Abroad. Uh, this is where she teaches Black and women of color how to navigate a permanent move overseas through resources, knowledge, and support, all the things needed for a successful move that we usually only see in predominantly white spaces. Um, now, as a native New Yorker, Brown first traveled to Spain during undergrad and after college and obviously a little more life. Uh, she decided to move back to Spain long term and the move plus her experiences became the ingredients for her business. Um, she's given countless interviews. My personal favorite is her Vogue interview uh, from 2020. And that's where her passion for expanding where home can be really shines through. Um, in it, the author describes how Brown set out to reshape the Black expat narrative and challenge whiteness of entrepreneur and digital nomad culture. And her business is just one way to help more Black and women of color gain new places, new spaces, and most importantly, visibility. So definitely somebody to uh, continue watching throughout the years. You know, Where did you find her? Like, does she have socials? So she does have socials. She has her website, um, SiennaBrown.com. Um, and how I found her was I was actually looking at uh, Portugal to visit. And in looking at Portugal and looking at Spain and kind of figure out what I wanted to do, her website popped up, um, her original website popped up. And Las Morenas de Españas, which is the, the brown girls of Spain. Um, and that is what Master Your Move Abroad was called previously. And started reading about her. And I was like, man, I, I like this. I, I would love to talk about her. I would love to talk to her. Um, so hopefully, maybe one day we can have an episode about moving abroad and what that looks like. And especially what that looks like for Black and women of color. Yeah, that's a good point because my question to you was going to be her experience um, in, you know, moving abroad. And I don't know if she has kids, but their experience in the in the school system or navigating that sort of space, because I think that that's a big topic 
now, you know, that we think about the flexibility we have. I don't think we thought about that like 20 years ago, but now there are a lot of people like us moving across the water and it would be nice to know, or at least um, explore some of the things that they still experience even over there, you know, so we can kind of compare, but that would be nice to have an episode like that to, to give some insight. Cool. A longtime friend of mine, um, we're actually stationed together in the army, my first duty station. We were stationed together in Germany, so we're living overseas. <laughs> um, but she just retired. She has a daughter and they just moved to Mexico. So, you know, that's pretty, pretty cool. Like she made that decision. I'm sure she'd love to join us one week as well. But yeah. we could definitely talk about that. But thanks, Natasha, for always Absolutely. bringing the awesome Globetrotters. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Stephanie, <clears throat> I know you have I know you have something for us for uh for Twitch <laughs> travel too this week. What do we have for Chat. what kind of twits do we have? Because um twits stay twitting. They do, you know, one thing we can count on is people acting up. Um I'm going to preface this by saying, you know, this is a family-friendly show. And if you have younger listeners, fast forward like two minutes, maybe two minutes and 15 seconds, because this is a little, it's rated um, PGR. PGR. <laughs> it's like a little over 13. I understand that, though, because y'all feel like, PGR sounds about right. Like, because, you know. Okay. Oh, so mature. It's for, Isn't that a rating, mature? Yeah. No, it's not quite. Mm-hmm. Because it's little kids. Nah, I'm just it's beyond <laughs> mature. Oh y'all understand shortly, and and I'm sure. So what are we talking about? Are we talking about the new Disney movie Red? Because you know all the parents are going crazy. I over haven't that heard about that. Disney decided to to talk about puberty. The way and, we can. And period. The girl is twelve, and so I mean. Oh, I get it. Red, I mean, like a period. Way too much to even be. What's the problem about? with talking about a period and you already know. 12? Because mine started at nine, so I don't understand. Here, here. I guess since it's a di- since it's a Disney movie, the parents were outraged. Maybe they had their smaller kids. Have y'all seen watch it? Princesses Maybe don't get not. periods. Have y'all seen? Uh, no, none of them do. I'm about to derail. Let's let's get back because I'm. Go ahead. I feel like for the listeners, this is definitely related to travel because have you ever traveled with one? Girl. Hello. Or without one. Expecting one. How about (laughs) with expecting? We we are always and forever. Mm -hmm. We're always and forever gonna talk about the time that that we went on the cruise and T was expecting her cycle and it didn't show up because her well. almost two-year-old was there and mm. <laughs> well y'all know the story and she didn't know please share <laughs> oh yeah I, I forgot we, okay. we pressed for time this week too because y'all we're recording this on well they they are recording this on their lunch breaks I'm on maternity leave I don't I'm know on permanent anyway let's, right let's get back to the show because nobody cares <laughs> hold, 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 all of it Skip forward about so five the minutes. Twit, the twit. Uh, again, if you got some kids that don't know about periods or private or um, reproductive parts, skip forward. So on uh, Southwest, there was this guy, and I'm going to say allegedly because you know, 
legal schmeagles. Um, he was on this flight from uh, Seattle to Phoenix. And, you know, he got a little horny. What he decided to do was to go ahead and pleasure himself in his seat. Um, he was not seated in a row by himself, which I don't even think that matters. But the bottom line is the lady that was sitting next to him saw him performing this act. And what my good sis did was took some pictures. <laughs> When the point of it, I'm trying to keep a straight face. I'm trying to keep a straight face as I tell the story so that the listeners can visualize what's happening. So y'all get, she gets on the plane, puts her little stuff up, sits down to this gentleman. Cool. He pull it out. They didn't mention, they didn't mention the size. I don't even know if it matters in this situation. But anyway, he pulls it out. He completes his act. Not once. Not twice, not three times. What? He went into overtime four times, four times, dude. There's no, there's Busting no, there's times. not that much money in the world. Nope. Well, apparently there is for this gentleman. <laughs> um, okay. So the girl, the issue I have is this, I, I, not that I don't have an issue with him pleasuring himself on a flight. The girl, the lady that was next to him, she like took some pictures <laughs> of him doing this, I guess for her evidence and when the plane landed you know she let the officers know that he did that during the first hour of this flight and she says allegedly that he used two hands <laughs> well hold on so look my okay, two now, hands, now the picture the taking makes more sense <laughs> right in, now in the guy's defense he did ask her if it was okay no he didn't <laughs> What? Yes, he did. What article? Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. asked her he if asked it was okay. If it was okay. Do you think she believed that question? But do you think that she? <laughs> she was like, I just, I mean, I mean, okay. <laughs> so what would you say? So let's ask. Let's let's play a game called What Would You Do? <laughs> um, <laughs> you sit down, and this man says, "Excuse me, miss. I got a bus one off." What's your response? <laughs> See, I mean, okay. I, I don't. Are you going to take I think pictures? I, would, I think I would. Are <laughs> you going to produce pornography because that's basically what she did? I don't. That that, that was my thought. Yeah, I was I like so. She think... went into producer mode. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think I would have done that. <laughs> I would have had to alert immediately because I'm not going to sit here while you bust four off. And oh. where are you putting it? That we, we can we say? Oh God! Or maybe we use one of those barf <laughs> bags. Okay. All right. Um, but but that's is... paper. So have y'all okay? <laughs> my other thought is: Will you ever touch another airline seatbelt again Hell without no. wiping it down? I mean, I, I feel I feel like post uh, COVID anyway. So you know what I did? And they give you wipes. So so what I did was I went straight to Southwest website, and it kind of sort of segues into today's topic of um, you know like your rights and whatnot, sort of kind of in a almost post COVID world. I went to look at the cleaning protocols because, <laughs> as I stated in a previous episode, I bring my own wipes. 
exactly for this reason mm-hmm. because people are nasty people put mm-hmm. their toes they clip their toenails they have Ugh. boogers and they have sperm apparently on these flights y'all saw and the video kids. of the lady washing her underwear on the she had, a, she had a cup of hot water sitting <laughs> on her on her tray behind the seat pocket and sis was wrenching her drawers I don't know what kind of um, gynecological issue she was going through, but I really hope that she was able to get it under control. Southwest says that they they just go to the bathroom. That was my question. That is my question. There's a bathroom literally 200 feet down the aisle. um, Maybe the the seatbelt remains seated sign was on. Yeah, safety. Maybe she was in in the corner and the guy was jacking off and she couldn't get to the bathroom so she just had to do her own thing on her seat. Well I feel like the two of them could have sat together if it was (laughs) they weren't on the same flight but you know know, what happened when they got off the flight he got arrested um, and then he was like banned for the air, banned from flying on Southwest and had the gall to say that he thought it was kind of (laughs) kinky he didn't really understand the issue (laughs) like look y'all act He's like, I do this all the time. Okay. I mean, what's the problem? Mm. Okay, I mh. did it. And I just did this on my flight I to wherever I was In his going. mind, I guess he's like, well, I ain't put it on her. So what's her issue? Like, stop being approved. Right. And he said he wow. asked permission. Uh, yeah, but he didn't so, ask permission you know of the what? other 200 people on the flight. Okay, y'all can bring y'all kids back in the room now because we're going to start talking about that nasty man because now all I see is germs. Right. And I'm going to let that segue into the travel updates because there is actually a bill um, being proposed to have that national no-fly list for passengers who cannot behave. So we'll see where that, um, where that leads, if that gets approved here in the near future. Uh, in addition to that, our friends at the CDC, they've downgraded like 14, 14 countries, y'all. COVID is over. The world is opening back up. <laughs> it's awesome that look. No, but seriously, they downgraded um, about 14 countries from level four. And the, you know, we're telling y'all don't travel there list to level threes, you know, just proceed with, with caution. And they have not added any any new countries to the list or or increase the risk level of any countries. So what's the know, risk level start... for the United States of America's? Cause I feel like never mind. There's no risk. There's no... I'm in the office. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Zero stars. I will not recommend. Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll see. That's fine. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see where where we are on the list. But um, the last the last update. Remember when we were talking about the merger, the Spirit? It was Spirit Frontier, right? That was the merger, y'all. JetBlue has entered the game and completely outbid. Um. Look at y'all, everybody sitting up <laughs> with, with eyes. They've completely outbid Frontier 
So it may be a jet blue spirit murder. <laughs> I love a good cat fight. Let's get I it. Do. Right? <laughs> I, do I was like, this is so messy and shady. It's I've never seen that. such. I, mean, I, I, like, I want to throw the Allegiant hat in there too. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I have no owner, right? They they still, like, and that was my old. question. How many shares do you have? <laughs> First of all, what's Allegiant? Is that like the new Pan Am? Do they fly still? Never Look, mind. I see if 50% of America trying to throw there. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they up there with JetBlue and Spirit. Oh, well, that's good. They are. They're like a budget friendly. I can't wait to see this well. outcome. That's cute. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to see how this plays out. You know, that's that's sheer entertainment. But okay, so this week's topic, we are talking about um, bill of rights, or you know, the passenger bill of rights, or conditions of of like travel and carriage from airlines. So what we decided to do was break it down. Everyone took an airline. No one volunteered to take spirit, so I'll cover spirit towards the end. <laughs> Natasha, you want to kick it off Absolutely. With, um, with your airline and just sort of talk about how like this is, you know, this is in light of, of what's going on with all of the recent, you know, airline like cancellations and mm-hmm. and um, delays. Because I know Tiffany just got back from a trip and her flight was delayed a few times. And that was just last weekend. Oh, and yeah. so we just want to review, like, what are our rights on these airlines? Because these people will try to lowball you and be like, oh, get on a different flight. Have a nice day. <laughs> so, Natasha, what, <laughs> Natasha, what do you have? So, um... As uh, my uh, fellow gallivanters know, I am a Delta uh, aficionado. Love Delta. Um, and bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. Um, so if you're going to fly scheduled, fly Delta. Anyway, um, I have the top three items here. Um, first, dealing with delays and flight changes. Uh, Delta can arrange travel aboard another carrier or ground transportation, a.k.a. Amtrak or Greyhound. Um, but it is at Delta's discretion. So keep in mind, keep that in mind as you are um, going through those delays and flight changes. The second one that I thought was really important was if you have travel interrupted for more than four hours after a scheduled departure, uh, if you are diverted to another airport destination, Delta can furnish... Uh, ground transportation between many of the major airports within the United States. And when pre-scheduled ground transportation is not available, Delta can compensate you for up to $1,550 for the inconvenience. Um, So that was something that I was like, wow, that's great. And then this one is the most surprising of all to me um, for oversold flights, which all of the airlines still do. And then also voluntary and involuntary denied boarding. Delta pays, uh, so it pays to be a member of Delta's SkyMiles Club. And the reason why is because passengers traveling in premium cabins and SkyMile members with diamond, platinum, or gold medallion status will always be accommodated 
before other ticketed passengers. Now, this doesn't apply to oh. uh, special needs so and the U.S. Armed Forces. <laughs> So uh, regular folks. There you go. They will empty out all uh-huh. coach before they tell anybody in the premium cabins or any of their Sky Mile members that they will not be making that flight. So that is definitely something to keep in mind. Now, all of these rules, I'm going to tell y'all now, act right on the plane because these rules do not apply to delays, flight changes, cancellations, Due to force majeure and under force majeure, it's civil unrest. So people cutting up on the plane because they don't want to wear a mask. Weather, acts of God, Mm -hmm. labor shortages, most importantly, fuel shortages, and any, any facet that cannot be reasonably foreseen by Delta. So great things to keep in mind as you are making your plans. Gas is kind of high right yes, now. It is. But the way they raise these prices, I feel like they can get a couple gallons. <laughs> I just feel like that I have to go back to work and a gas mm-hmm. price is raised. But anyway, I'm not going to be on my, my high horse. I'll get off and I'll talk about Southwest. I actually think this is a good segue because Southwest really don't care what kind of passenger <laughs> you are in terms of you know levels there's no levels to this everybody pretty much get treated the same way and um i'll I'll go into it a little bit because i too want to highlight what what natasha highlighted which is the most significant information to note is that um when it comes to overbook flights, this is where your bill of rights or passenger rights really come into play. Is when the air is is when the airline will you know make accommodations. But it really is. I cannot stress this enough. Up to the discretion of the airline. Um, but but let's just say you know the airline has decided you know what they have two levels. So if you um, volunteer to um, be placed on a different flight. Southwest will change your flight based on your accommodation. So there will be no, there aren't any real upgrades there. The upgrades come in is when you just, when they involuntarily take you off the flight and that's anybody because there is no levels to this. Um, And so what happens when they involuntarily move you from the flight, they they will compensate you up to what they say, 200 percent or um, seven hundred and seventy five dollars, whichever is lower. (laughs) And um, as it relates to your original arrangements, if you are. Uh, more than an hour, but less than two hours behind your planned arrival time. Um, and then more than an hour, but less than four hours um, outside of your ra- original flight time on an international flight. So it does sort of different. There's a difference. And then um, they will compensate you. Let's say you're beyond the two hour time frame. They will compensate you. Um, up to 400% or 100,000, excuse me, $1,550 if uh, your planned flight is two hours 
or more uh, past your arrival time and uh, four hours um, or more past your arrival, arrival time in, on, a, on an international flight. So compensation includes um, putting you on a flight that is um, comparable to your original plan. They will also, they don't have, at least from what I read, the ability to reserve other transportation options like Delta, such as a train or bus, but they will provide you with funding to do that if you know, all things are in place. Um, and they do not pray for your like hotel or rental car. I know I've done, I did a little bit of research and for whatever reason that's out on the internet, it ain't true. Don't try it with Southwest. They're not paying for that. Okay. Only flights. It's not happening. Do not try it. You can try it. It ain't happening. Um, outside of that, the only thing I want to make mention is that Y'all, we already said it. You are not being compensated if your flight is delayed or canceled, period. It's just, it's not happening. They have the right to delay and cancel a flight that's in their bylaws. Hey, listen, it's just, it is what it is. And Southwest is like, don't try us. And so, and then still travel and then fly with us. So, Southwest Tiff. said you want to, Southwest <laughs> said y'all want to get away, you better pay your way. We ain't doing <laughs> that. And actually, I'm glad you said that because, hold on, because I'm, I'm glad you said that because the only sort of variation in how they um, compensate their passengers is if you choose the cheapest option, which is like that getaway thing, there is specifically written on there no refunds so i kids 50 percent of america let me just say this if you ain't making that flight make sure you cancel it 10 minutes before the flight is to to leave so that you can at least get a credit because they not compensating you forfeit everything southwest ain't playing no games you can go to their website don't try them okay whoever wrote their bylaws was in the government Bye. Next, <laughs> next airline. <laughs> All right. Next airline. She's so churchy. She's so churchy. Are you she called well? the things bylaws. Are you feeling well, friend? I feel like you need a hug today. <laughs> that, that's Tiffany. a trigger, trigger moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, what airline did you did you have? I looked up um, United because United we stay in or fly. Except... Oh. <laughs> I didn't dive deep into the things that you all um, checked because they were all pretty similar as far as mm -hmm. the dollar amounts and the percentages they would compensate you for, things like that. Um, but one thing, knowing that we have a new um, Galavanter who will be traveling soon, I was looking to see, like, how does that work if you got this kid on your lap? Because I don't really want that baby on my lap. Like, I feel like you need your own seat. But... Um, for, so for infants, if the, if you're going to have your child be a lap, I want to say a lap dog. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> because sometimes. A lap, no, a lap child. <laughs> well, um, I mean, what did, what did that one lady have on the plane? A that peacock time? or something. It was a dead something. <laughs> it was a dead something. 
Oh no, it was a cat. It, it was, was a cat. The lady who was, she was trying to breastfeed and Lord have So same thing. And she had it wrapped up like a baby. Listen, I don't same thing. I'm done. I digress. Go ahead. A lap child, not lap, not lap dog, not lap cat. If the baby is under two, they cannot occupy a seat. Now I didn't I didn't find like a caveat if you have twins because <laughs> I have twins. Um, and so I'm just kind of like, so you want me to hold both of these joints? <laughs> I mean, they were at That's a good at point. Time. So I'm gonna try to dig deeper. Um, however, that's for like domestic fights. I did see um, an exception for international and Canadian flights that you do need a ticket. They need their own ticket. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, just if you're traveling with babies. Just make sure you look up your specific airlines policies as far as that. Um, also, for unaccompanied minors, which are people between five and fourteen, um, you, in addition to the ticket, there's like a service charge, administrative mm-hmm. fee, and it's one hundred and fifty dollars for United. Also, I s- moved on into people who have um, who are other abled, and <laughs> I don't mean to be petty, but it's say. In the contract of carriage document, um, it's ambulatory, meaning you can walk, and there's non-ambulatory, which is what we would consider people, you know, that are in wheelchairs, your grandma, disabled, you broke your leg, whatever. If you are using a wheelchair for convenience, (laughs) you are considered ambulatory. (laughs) Shady. And then I got to thinking... So you mean to tell me if I just don't feel like walking, <laughs> I could just ask for wheelchair service and y'all could just wheel me over there. And, and does that I can apply? still sit. I can still, I'm wondering though, if I can still sit, y'all know I like the, um, the emergency seat. So if I am asking for a wheelchair, but I'm vol- I'm voluntarily asking for my wheelchair and I'm still ambulatory, I'm just lazy. Can I still sit? In my seat, if y'all ain't seen me come over there in a the wheelchair, like if I had a wheelchair, people drop me off at the Starbucks and I walk over to my gate, I'm gonna look into it and I might try it and, and report back. So that was well, kind of cool. I feel thing. like that's something that could happen. I've seen it. I've seen it. Maybe I've seen it. But how you know they was just being lazy? Y'all know people disabilities. You, I don't. But you maybe don't they just got a BBL or something. Y'all know. And and there's a whole movement <laughs> on social media of people posting. We're doing a different they, episode and about, one, and then they taking up the wheelchairs. Wheelchairs. Let me stop. And a whole row uh, on the because they can't on the sit on them because they can't sit down. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll do another episode on medical travel. And um, another, so then it moved into, <laughs> so we talked about the kids and wheelchair folks. So then it moved into, um, and we're doing another episode on service animals, but it, I had a question about this because um, there was a part in there uh, that said that they reserve the right to ask for um, some type of documentation what, to see whether or not this is a service animal and I need to look into this because I don't know if they can do you don't that. Have to look into that, but because I can tell you Lux right is now, a dog. and already that, according to the Americans with Disabilities Act, 
in the United States of America, there is no such thing as documentation for a service. That's animal. what I knew to be and true. Legally, according to the Americans with Disabilities Act, you can only legally ask a handler two questions. Is that a service dog? And what services does it provide? So you can't even be like, well, what's your disability? Right. You have to say, oh, what what tasks, what services does the dog provide? So I think Perfect. this had to be included in the document for the people who try to bring their peacocks and muskrats on the plane talking <laughs> about it's a service animal and squirrels and whatever else type of random animal. But also, I think the... Um, the airlines have have specified what is considered a service animal. Yeah, ADA they have you know a wide range because it can be like a mini horse and things like that. But speaking of a mini horse, airlines, uh, oh my goodness! Speaking of a mini horse, um, we're gonna talk about my nephew Lux. That's Ty's dog, her service animal. Uh, if you're traveling with like a pet, because you know some people do travel with their pets, the dog. Cat, squirrel, rat, whatever it is, they need to be, they don't get their own seat. They need to get, if they can't sit in your lap, they got to go up under the plane. And so my question to you, Ty, is. At your feet. They have to, they got to be, they got to be at your feet. But my question though is Lux and I weigh about the same, I think. How, how much does my nephew weigh now? 150. He's a dog of size. No, me stop. Because you know, and. <laughs> In the conditions, I saw that I think as American, like if you're a plus size person, they call you a person of size. So Lux is a dog of size. So he do weigh more than me. Dang. 150. Okay. Well, I'm not there um, right now. My weight. Um, so my thought was, we're not putting my nephew underneath no plane. I'm going to show off and be a twit. We ain't putting my nephew mm-hmm. under the plane. Um, so so, so that what you cool. have to do is call ahead. So like if I book a flight. Call ahead to the airline or either call the airline when I book the flight and let them know, hey, I'm traveling with an oversized service animal and they block off a whole row. That's cute. So, you know, all in all, I felt like after reviewing these documents that the airlines really have, of course, you have to have boundaries with folk because folk do folky things, but they seem to be fairly accommodating Um with their what you call them see with their bylaws <laughs> they you know what i'm saying it doesn't nothing um stood out to be real ridiculous until i got to like the things to the baggage and if like you lose your baggage or your baggage gets destroyed folks who mm-hmm. have not had the opportunity to upgrade their luggage as we described in a previous episode if you're using your great grandmother's old bag because you just don't have a bag that's okay if the bag falls apart because it got wet in transport, they are not reimbursing you for your stuff because your bag is raggedy. Should have thought about that before you got in your bag. Even if you had a wad of cash in that bag or some travelers, do people still use travelers checks? Whatever, whatever you, pretty much everything <laughs> dang paying you for if the reason for the destruction of your bag is because the bag fell apart. Now, if the plane catches on fire and it's their fault that your bag was destroyed, then, you know, they'll do what they need to do to compensate you. Um, 
I want to say it was $3,800. I didn't write it down, but I think it was up to $3,800. If you know the only thing you had in your luggage was um half a clearance rack from the rainbow, don't go in there talking about you had $3,800. Don't lie because you're going to mess it up for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> sorry, that Let was me, personal. Um, but so, yeah. uh, for, for American Airlines, because I'm going to jump into to that one because I have I had to cover two because no one else wanted to take spirit and we had like two don't be snitching airlines left which I mean I don't understand it one person just took a spirit flight over the weekend and, and I chose did. not and chose not to choose spirit as their and now so I'm sitting over here in a yellow hoodie like I, like I'm a rep for them <laughs> like I'm a rep for them but so a lot of the things that Natasha and T mentioned for their airlines like Southwest and Delta, they stand pretty true for American as well. You know, your standard, like this is what we will cover. This is what we won't cover. We will try to get you on another flight. What I want to point out the most is that those reimbursement rates are regulated by the Department of Transportation. So all in all, you know, I know we started this by being like, oh, let's go to the different airlines and see what their passenger bill of rights are. But it all boils down to those figures that T described, and that's regulated by the Department of Transportation. So if you have questions or you think your airline is not doing right by you, by all means, go to DOT's website, which is transportation.gov. Um, so that was American. I'm not going to bore you with the same details that other airlines have. I'm just going to jump straight to spirit. Here comes. Look, I don't even have a lot of notes on them, but they just make it known that they may, in the event of a delay, change, or cancellation, they may provide amenities and services <laughs> to maintain the safety, health, and welfare of the passenger, but they are not obligated to do so. Hold on. Okay. I work in- so for the safety, health, and welfare. I, I work in contracts and the may mm-hmm. and the shall is very different. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it says they may. Because Southwest. Everything says may. Southwest says shall. And I'm almost certain that Delta say shall. But these people at Spirit said They say we may. Understand that means we will not at any circumstance. Correct. Do anything. And we're not required to. They also say that a, uh, a cancellation or a misconnection that is the fault of spirit. Um, and if they granted they have a flight option for the next day, they may provide a hotel. So if your flight Go gets canceled, <laughs> and Question. it's their fault, and you and they say, "Hey, we can get you on the flight tomorrow," they may provide you with a hotel. Hmm. Tiffany, your hand was up. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was. I just have a quick question real quick. Um, If I was going to a destination and I was staying at, let's say, a Marriott, I don't want to go five stars. So let's say I'm staying at a decent place. Are they going to 
match? Is there like a price match on where I was planning to stay? Or y'all finna put me at the roadway in? Nope. You know you're gonna be staying at the Best Western Plus. Oh, I think <laughs> that they got. They still got the free you're breakfast. Going to the Quinta. Quinta. <laughs> Best Western first of have all, a lot going on. Lot. First of all, I like a La Quinta. They always have a pool most of the time, and I do. I don't mind the Best Western because the um sausage, gravy, and biscuits they be having at that free breakfast hit. And you know what? Back in the day, I used to appreciate La Quinta. I really did. We should do an episode on hotels. La Quinta, because that's one of the only, um, I was going to say airports, hotels that, like, you know, they accept pets, you know, dogs without having to pay an extra fee or whatever. But, oh, I'm not done yet. So, y'all remember how, <laughs> how Natasha said that, it pays to be Natasha. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> that it pays to be a member of, you know, Delta's rewards programs, and you know, have your cards and all that stuff. Well, <clears throat> our good folks over at Spirit, Mm-mm. the way they do things, you will get bumped based on the time that you checked in. Oh, that is right. rude. Which I had a problem with because I'm like, if I bought my ticket six months ago and someone else just bought their ticket a week ago, but they checked in before me. Can I ask you why you buying a spirit ticket six months in advance? Well, you know, I don't know. I feel like those. I feel like even know if they go that far ahead. That's what I'm saying. I just just feel like those flights are day of or two days before. No, but that's how they do it. And the only people exempt from from being bumped are passengers with disabilities and unaccompanied minors. So that's the population. So you can't kick a kid off and somebody say. pretending to be, I'm sorry, not pretending, somebody who's- a, they, they didn't <laughs> break it down either. They didn't break it down, like whether you're ambulatory or non- or, you know, voluntarily in a wheelchair or not. They didn't break that part down. It just says passengers with disabilities. Uh, and unaccompanied minors. So I'm just keep my VA letter with me and I'm gonna be like, you said passenger. <laughs> be like, does that work? But y'all, so here's the thing though, because when we had like five minutes before lunch breaks are over. So she dry snitching. I know. She put our business out there. Well, because we have to leave time for the episode to like upload and all that. But listen, you know, Spirit tried the good people and they got sued a few years ago <laughs> for undercompensating. Roadway um, in. So, and, and that's why I stress the whole Department of Transportation thing, you know, like know your rights, know what you're entitled to. I just wanted to leave. They put them really, people in a hostel. Leave off on the, <laughs> I hostel. Think, I think it was uh, monetary. I think there were monetary reimbursements, and they they underpaid people. Mm-hmm. They'll that's take all a good fight to court. They'll take a good fight to court, court. If, they, if, they, court. if they instead of changing their laws, we'll fool. Well, they we'll, lost. <laughs> they lost, and they had to pay out. It really? probably wasn't as much as they would have if they would have changed their bylaws, though. Imagine if they said shall and not may. I was going to say, come back to that may and shall. Imagine, imagine, imagine. That's so nice. But I want to know, y'all, tell us what you, um, have you had a situation where you had to get reimbursed? And did you get any pushback from um, anybody at the airlines as far as 
having to stand your ground and telling them people I know my rights. Uh, I want to know because I feel like, especially with a lot of new agents coming to the airlines post COVID, they just, they may, I don't, I've never been to this training before, but I feel like maybe only seasoned folks might know these little teeny details that are in there that don't yeah. sound logical to the comment, the lay person. So I'm, I'm curious what the people have experienced. I haven't experienced any of this type of stuff. So I'm kind of curious who has. I have, I, um, with Frontier, actually, back in the day when I lived in Colorado, <clears throat> I would fly back here and to Vegas and they were always overbooked. Like they were always overbooked. And I didn't mind it because every time I flew and they would be overbooked, I would almost race to the counter because they would give you a free flight. Well, I've done that before. Yeah. They, I'm, they would I'm good to volunteer if to I don't vo- have. Like if you volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I, um, so that's how I kept flying. And then <laughs> one time I was in Vegas and it was overbooked. And I wasn't ready to leave anyway. I was on break from school or something. I didn't necessarily have to leave that day. And I was like, hey, I'll volunteer if you can get my luggage back. (laughs) Because they were like, hey, we can get you on something with, I think it was a different airline or something like that. You know, within the time frame that we were talking about, like three, four hours, something like that. And I told them, hey, 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 don't worry about it. Just put me on your same flight tomorrow. But only if you can get my luggage back because okay. I had checked my bag. They got my luggage back and I was like, I'll see y'all later. Bye. And <laughs> see you tomorrow. So, um, but I've never been reimbursed monetarily. Yeah, folks. So let us know what's up. I want to know. Wanna All know. right. As always, be social with us. We are on all social media platforms at GOG Travels. You can visit us on our website, www.gogtravels. And uh, yeah, we definitely want to hear you all stories. So until next time. Bye. Bye.